Hey there, listeners. On today's episode of the Crump Talks podcast, your host talks about wrestling, reading, and arguing with fucking idiots online. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the podcast. Like the intro said, today's episode is about wrestling, reading, and arguing. What the fuck's that you have to do with anything? Sam, I'm so glad you asked that question. Um, nothing really. This episode is really about arguing, how we can avoid it, and just why it's such a waste of time for us in our lives. This episode is one of my shorter ones, but I think it's pretty fucking on point, and it, it's something that for me, even I have to remind myself of, so being able to be concise with it, I feel like is important. But uh, I hope you're as excited as Sam Jackson, man. Sam, you excited, bro? Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. King Crump here with you once again. Thank you for tuning in. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by my special sponsor, my motherfucking self. Shit, yeah. Today, I really just want to talk to you guys about kind of arguing and debating and just that sort of thing, because I see it a lot online. Um, I see it a lot online. Shit's ridiculous. Like arguing with another human being over the Internet to me is one of the oddest things that you can do with your time. Justin, that is completely not productive on any any level. There's, <laughs> there's no, there's not even a grain of salt's worth of fucking productivity in that shit. But we find ourselves doing that shit all the time. And I mean, even beyond the online piece, I was chopping it up with some friends this week and I catch myself being argumentative. The online arguing I may think about, but I... I really try to not go there um, because it's, again, fucking stupid. But even arguing with my friends in person, and I don't mean arguing like we get up in each other's face and are yelling and that sort of bullshit. Arguing in the in the sense that we have like these differing opinions and we're bickering back and forth about some shit that ultimately has no bearing on anything in the world. So and with this arguing um, also earlier this week. I was rereading a book, um, a book I'd highly recommend you check out. It's called Never Split the Difference. The author is Chris Voss, and it's a negotiating book. Dude was an FBI negotiator, like super high stakes, doing like hostage negotiate, negotiate negotiations. You can tell I've been practicing my Espanol, though. Poppy Crump is, uh, I'm trying to plan my escape. But anyway, um, Dude was a super high stakes negotiator doing hostage stuff, um, pretty much any and everything. And he basically found new ways to have these conversations, like as opposed to arguing with somebody. Like you could ask them, well, how am I supposed to do that? You ask the person to solve your problem is one of his techniques, right? Because when you ask them to solve your problem, now they're no longer actively arguing with you. They're literally trying to help you figure it out now. They're, they're trying to find the answer for you as well. Um, and that's just one of the rules in the book. That shit's dope. But really reading this book or rereading it and listening to interviews. Also, if you're not a big reader, I dig it. And if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you listen to shit. Check them out on YouTube. There's clips on YouTube where he just kind of breaks down a lot of the techniques. But for me, I was just thinking about like these little dumbass arguments I get into. Whether it be people trolling on Facebook and me wanting to roast their asses or having discussions with friends where I'm like, 
fam, like what you're talking about makes absolutely no fucking sense. Like, and that's that's what I want to say. And oftentimes that's what I have said, or at least in the past. In the past, that was the type of thing I would say, because if I don't agree with what you're saying, I'd like to think I'm pretty logical, as would you and everybody else. Whoever you're arguing with also thinks they're logical. So take that into account. There's a lot of tools that we have at our disposal that can eliminate these arguments, especially the petty ones. Like, sure, there's going to be certain shit that we're passionate about, that the other person is passionate about, whatever. Like, those those arguments will happen. But for me, the ability to communicate has been paramount. It has helped so much in that I can ask clarifying questions. I can ask somebody for clari- to, to clarify their stance, even when I don't agree, especially when I don't agree. Because if I don't agree, oftentimes it's because I, I've, I've thought it through in some way, shape or form. Now, there may be things that I didn't take into account, whatever. There may be something I'm missing here. But when I ask people to explain their stances, it's no longer me listening to argue with them. It's literally me listening to them to understand what it is they're saying. Like, well, explain to me your thought process here. Like, walk me through how you got to where you're at. Why do you feel the way you feel, right? And by being able to talk it through, what ends up happening is we're able to get on the same page. We're able to make sure that we're using the same verbiage, making sure that each other's perspectives are understood, which is really key because we could be looking at the exact same thing. But if we're looking at it from different sides, we're not seeing the same thing, although it's the same thing, right? It's not how we see it. How we perceive it is not the same. How we experience it is not the same. And one of the things this makes me think of, there's a story that I've used in a lot of classes I've taught. And actually, I use this story in classes I've taught specifically about race because I feel this story is a really good illustrator of how perspective plays a huge role in not only what we see, but how we experience what we see or what we think we see. Um, So the story is about six blind men and six blind men went to go see an elephant. The first one, and he uh, he ran into the elephant's side, right? The dude's like, here, touch this elephant. He runs into the side of the elephant. He's like, hey, man, this, this feels like a wall, right? Because shit, man, that's a big that's a big animal. The second dude, he felt the tusks of the elephant. He's thinking it's all, he's like, this must be a spear, some kind of weapon. The next guy comes up and he grabs the elephant's trunk. He's like, oh, this, this is easy, this is a snake. The next guy comes in and he grabs the elephant's leg. He's like, oh shit, come on, man. This is a tree trunk, right? Next guy comes in and he grabs the ear. He's like, oh man, come on. Come on, bro. This is a fan. I know what this is. The sixth guy grabs the tail and he's like, oh man, this must be a rope. This is pretty easy. Now, the whole moral of the story is the fact that all six of these men saw a different part of this animal, felt a different part of this animal, right? When I say saw, I don't mean necessarily saw because they are blind, but all these guys come in and they feel the animal. And the really crazy thing about this is based on their experiences, none of these men were wrong or women, whatever the fuck you want to put transgendered folks in the role, them too. How they experienced this animal dictated their perception, dictated their opinion. None of them were wrong. Now, I mean, were they wrong in the sense that no, it wasn't a snake or it wasn't a fan? Yes, absolutely, they were wrong there. 
but what they experienced, that's a logical conclusion to come to. And they come to that conclusion because they had limited information. Now, apply this story to pretty much any fucking argument that you get into. People have limited information. If all six of those men would have spoke to each other, and hey, well, I feel this, and it must be I'm on the back. If you felt like the tail, I think it's a rope. Like, they could communicate with one another. Eventually, they'd be able to figure that out. There's many team building activities where you do really similar things to this. Like where people are blindfolded and have to figure out what something is as a team. So earlier when I mentioned that I listen to understand people, that's this whole parable is why. Like if I can understand where you're coming from, I can gain another part of the picture. And it's like, okay, from there, now I have that much more information. Maybe I can understand what this shit is even better. Whatever that argument is, if we're talking about flat earth, like not that I believe in flat earth, I do actually think it's some bullshit. Um, it is pretty fucking interesting though. I will say that they have some interesting theories. It's um, again, bullshit, but at least in the sense that they're talking about. And if you haven't spoke to a flat earther, um, which a lot of people don't like to talk about it, which gets into some of the psychology of why people get into flat earther theories. Um, there's a dope documentary on Netflix. Don't even remember the name of it, but blew my mind. Like they don't make the case for a flat earth, but they do show those people's opinions. And even so using that as an example, even though I'm digressing, using the flat earthers as an example, yeah, they're, they're ludicrous, right? Like everything they're talking about is some bullshit, but at the same time, listen to them to understand what they're saying. Listen to a person who you know is full of shit just to, to let them say what they're saying. Right. Understand what it is they're saying, where it's coming from. Don't listen with the intention to respond because you don't have to respond. If somebody's a fucking moron, what's the response there? Like there really doesn't need to be any kind of response. They said everything that needed to be said. They believe what it is they're saying. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Now, granted, if you want to explain your stance to them, that's sometimes what I do, but not in the sense of an argument like, oh, well, hey, this is how I feel. Tell me what you think. Explain my stance. Whatever. Get feedback from them. If they can help me think through the problem, they may see the error in their logic. They may see where they went wrong. Oh, shit, I took a left here when I should have took a right. You know, other people have no interest in in changing their minds. You have um, there, there's a phenomenon called cognitive dissonance. And we've all seen it. We've all experienced it. I mean, shit, we have it ourselves. But cognitive dissonance is basically somebody is presented with a new idea that contradicts what it is they believe. And oftentimes their beliefs are like foundational beliefs. Like, right, this is what shapes my entire identity. Like an example was as a kid, my mom told me wrestling was fake. I was angry about this. And angry is kind of an understatement. I, I literally cried. Now I had been like five or six years old, like for this to occur, cause uh, started pimping at seven and pimps don't cry, or not. And I probably cried a lot after that still, but whatever. And also, I am not a pimp. I just play one on TV. Um, but yeah, that being presented with this idea that wrestling was fake fucking crushed everything I believed in about wrestling. Like I loved it, watched it every weekend. Um. People aren't going to change their minds oftentimes, even when you present them with all the evidence in the world that says, hey, what you believe in is wrong. Here's why. 
and you have it laid out you have a fucking excel spreadsheet form showing disparities and everything they're not going to believe it that's cognitive dissonance in action there's nothing you can do to change their mind um they they have to actually be willing and wanting to change their mind so the biggest thing man instead of arguing you just let people talk you listen to them you try to understand their perspective you try to get on the same page if you can't you can't but you're speaking the same language and you're not angry arguing is one of the for me one of the most tedious things just because i i can feel myself get agitated like physically i feel different i feel more tense and just i'm focused on something that is really unnecessary that doesn't need to happen and it doesn't serve it doesn't serve me most definitely but i don't i personally don't think it serves anybody involved now some people get a kick out of arguing they enjoy it um but fuck man their argument skills argument skills argumentative skills maybe debate skills however that's worded um they're on par with donald trump though you know what i mean these are the people that'll just call you stupid and be done with it like oh well you see you stuttered there you're stupid i got mm. like that's a person that's a waste of time even having any kind of discussion with but yeah, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm going on a little bit. Ultimately, man, arguing isn't worth your peace. Take the time to listen to what people have to say, even if it's somebody you don't agree with. I mean, what well, fuck, especially if it's somebody you don't agree with. Take the time to hear them out. Try to understand what it is their perspective is. If you've learned something new, fantastic. Like you're able to apply something new to your perspective, to your life, to whatever the fuck, to that friendship, to that, to that relationship. Um, if they're a fucking idiot, well, you let them talk. They felt valued. You knew they were a fucking idiot. Now you confirmed that they're a fucking idiot. Like, I don't know. Either way, you win there. Outside of the fact if they're wasting your time. At that point, don't even, like, please don't even have the fucking discussion. Like, because your time is valuable and you don't get that back. So if it is somebody who you have previously confirmed to be a fucking idiot... <laughs> don't don't engage it say thanks i'll holler at you it's good to see you but yeah i just noticed i said fucking idiot a whole lot um and that's cool though because there are a whole lot of yeah that part um anyway i'm out of here i appreciate y'all i love y'all thank you for listening um thank you for the feedback too man it really does mean a lot being able to hear from people what they liked and didn't like Next episode, I'm going to be talking about being present. Um, has somebody wanted me to speak on that? And I'm going to speak on being present in everything. You know what I mean? Even when life is great, when life is fucked up, like your ability to be present there is, at least for me, that's been a key to a lot of success and a lot of happiness. So that's the next episode. Oh, shit. Player got a notification, cuz. Um, peace.